Mark Bassingthwaite, the risk manager here at Alps, and welcome to the latest episode of Alps In Brief, the podcast that comes to you from the historic Florence building in beautiful downtown Missoula, Montana. I'm on the road today and out in uh, South Dakota at a convention, and I've had the pleasure to uh, meet Tamara Nash, and uh, she is the director of experiential learning and a lecturer at the University of South Dakota School of Law. And uh, first, I just want to say welcome. Thank uh, you. Uh, it, it's a pleasure. Um, before we get into the topic that we're going to be discussing today, could I, I would love to just to have you share a few things about yourself. Introduce yourself. What what, what does the audience need to know and enjoy hearing about? Sure. Yeah. So uh, I am a recent transfer to the law school, uh, but I would say probably more importantly, I'm a proud aunt, uh, first generation law student, first generation college student. Uh, I am a serial joiner, um, so bar junkie. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, I, uh, you know, I just, in the midst of joining clubs and organizations, I'm usually there. Okay. <laughs> um, so really involved in the South Dakota State Bar, yeah. the American Bar Association, the Young Lawyers Division. Yeah. I love to bake. I try to rival Betty Crocker, cupcakes. Oh, and, we're kindred spirits yeah. here on some <laughs> yes. I can, I yes. can see that. <laughs> it's my de-stressor. Um, but yeah, just, you know, I like to be with friends and family uh-huh. and fellowship and, you know, try to find time to watch a good show on Netflix here or there. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I get that, too. Well, let me ask, maybe, this, what, what initially brought you into law? Where, where, where's the interest? How did that yeah. arise? So, really interesting. I actually had a sixth grade project uh, that planted oh, wow. the whole seed, and it's actually all tied into Project Destination, and I think we'll kind of have an interwoven conversation that ties into this question. So in sixth grade, I had a teacher, uh, we did a mini society project, and uh, we had our own uh, country name, we made our own money, um, and at the end of the year, we had um, our own uh, stations where we uh, did our own things. So some of us sold sold stationery, one of our classmates sold hot dogs, which is really questionable when you trust sixth graders to cook and sell you hot dogs Um, but you know we're we're doing our thing and um, one of the classmates who was selling hot dogs his uh, classmate fired him because he wasn't pulling his end of the weight uh, and he was very upset about that so my teacher said hey you can do something about that Uh, so our class had a wrongful termination lawsuit and some of us were jurors Uh, we had a judge and I was his lawyer I, and uh, it was really fun. We had a really good time, and we won. Uh, I don't know if fair practices happened. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if we played by the rules. Uh, but my teacher, Mr. Simmet, um, best teacher I've ever had, um, said, I think you really enjoyed that. Yeah. And he brought in three uh, black women attorneys to come talk to me. We sat in the cafeteria, and they told me what it was like to be a lawyer, uh-huh. what it meant. and. Wow just always stuck with me. Uh, Of course, I still had to go to high school, I still had to go (laughs) to college, uh, but then it became time to figure out like, what's next? And I took the LSAT and enrolled at the University of South Dakota. That is such a cool story, and what a creative teacher. Yeah. You know, just, uh, we all have certain, Your favorite, my favorite teacher is Miss <laughs> Fleshman from third grade. Yeah. And so, you know, but, but we have these memories, and it, it's it's fascinating. 
in terms of the impact that they have long term in your life. Absolutely. These, these seemingly small kind of interesting things, but boy, do they have big ramifications. We had brought up project destination, and that's uh, really what I, I am interested in learning about myself and, and sharing with our, our listeners. So, you know, what, what is project destination? Maybe that's where we start. Absolutely. Would love to tell you. Uh, so at its core, it's a pathway or pipeline um, program uh, that goes into schools. Uh, we target students anywhere from, you know, elementary school to high school. We okay. have gone into post-secondary um, and really just plant the seed that, uh, hey, have you considered the legal profession? Um, we're open to talking to any student, um, but we specifically target Native American students. Okay. Um, in the South Dakota bar, we have about 2,700 lawyers, um, but we have anecdotally maybe 10 to 15 Native American attorneys. Um, our bar doesn't uh, collect demographic uh, details on um, ethnicity or race. So I say anecdotally because yes. that's, you know, looking around the bar and kind of counting what we have. Um, so that is our most underrepresented group of attorneys. Uh, so we want to find a way to reach that population. And it's quite profound to go into a school and speak to a group of individuals um, who don't see people who look like them and say, hey, um, have you thought about this? Mm -hmm. You can do this. Right. Yeah. And especially um, put forth an example that looks like them. And that was the experience I had in sixth grade, right. to see an example of myself, of someone who says, hey, I look yeah. like you, yeah. and this is what I do, and you can do it too. Uh, so Project Destination essentially goes into the school, does a moderated panel, and just chats with students about what does it mean to be a lawyer. Um, the panelists, uh, who are all young lawyers, hopefully as diverse as we can make it, so a corporate attorney, a prosecutor, a defense attorney, uh, just a general practice attorney, uh -huh. um, and explains what they do every day, talks about law school, talks about the bar, and just lets students know that this is an attainable goal. And the goal is essentially holding up a mirror to a student and letting them know that this idea is attainable. So, what I love about this too, and just in terms of and, and sharing with all of you listening to this, um, the smile, the uh, authenticity of, of your story, investment—it just I, I find it, you know, God bless kind of thing. But it seems to me you're you're paying it forward. You know, you're continuing what this teacher did in, in very creative and, and meaningful ways. That's just, that's awesome. How, how old is this program? It's Yeah, so we're still new-ish. Uh, we were able to start the program in 2017. Okay. And then, of course, COVID happened. Oh, wow, yes. <laughs> we're all familiar right. with, with that caveat, yes. right? Right. Um, so we came out the gate running um, the year that we launched it. Our then Young Lawyer Section President, um, now Judge Abby Howard, we launched uh, with a strong start. We reached about 150 students. Uh, we had about 25 Young Lawyer volunteers. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we pivoted to a virtual setting. Uh, so we are thrilled to get back into the schools in person yeah. uh, this bar year. And would you say you're finding a lot of success with it? And how are you measuring that right now? Because 
Yeah. I assume nobody's gone off to law school quite yet. We <laughs> yes. haven't been there yes. quite long enough. But. Yes. Um, so I would say yes, we have had success. And I would say we measure that in a couple ways. Um, so success in just a purely objective way. Um, we've been recognized um, by the ABA um, Young Lawyers Division and the ABA broadly with two awards. In 2017, we received a grant um, from the Young Lawyers Division. It's the Embracing Diversity um, grant, and that um, seeks to recognize any pipeline pathway program uh, that just digs in and does the work. Uh, and so we submitted Project Destination in its first year, and we won second place and uh, received $1,000 to just keep doing the work. Uh, so we continued, and then in 2020, um, the ABA recognized us with the Partnership Award, which essentially looks at any bar program doing DE&I work that says, hey, tell us what programs you're doing. Right. How right. can we you know, put forth a model so that other bars can replicate it? And we were recognized with that award at the 2020 ABA meeting. But I would say more importantly, success in the context of the profession and pathway and pipeline programs is not necessarily uh, measured by numbers. Um, this work is measured by the ripple effect. Reaching one student is success. And if you go to a school and there's one student in the room that you reach, that is point blank success. Um, the effect that you have by touching one student's life is it impacts generations. Mm -hmm. oh, um, I agree. So you have, you know, my teacher reached me and I came to law school and that pays dividends for me, my hopeful children to come in the future and their children. And so that is success, that's profound. Um, so our goal is not to hit a X number of students per year, our goal is to reach one child and to change their perspective of what they are capable of. It's the butterfly, yes. butterfly effect. Absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is part of this to, to try to, you know, I mean, South Dakota is not unique in terms of rural states and some yes. of the problems we face. There yes. are lots of unmet needs. And I would anticipate, and I'll be honest and say, I, I, I don't have firsthand knowledge, and, but I would anticipate there are probably a fairly significant portion of people on the reservations that do not have access in, in terms to, to legal services. Is part of the, uh, intention or desire of the program to, to meet that need as well? Yes. It's, okay. Yeah, so I think part of the need, it, it's multifaceted. It's to change the perspective of the community to right. okay. uh, not just a negative perception, yes. uh, to create that exposure, to shift a dynamic and perception of a student's own capability, but also to meet those legal services mm -hmm. needs. Um, and there's that um, multi-dimensional need in the rural nature that a lot of our reservations have, um, but also in the demographic need, uh, that we do not have uh, lawyers who look like the communities we're serving, and that is very problematic because it, uh, it continues uh, to, I think, create a lack of trust in our system and we should represent the people we're charged to serve. Yes. And so I think that is kind of that, you know, dual issue that we're hoping uh, to address. And, you know, I think 
more broadly, we have rural deserts that we want to serve. So uh, Project Destination serves I, our broader community just in rural uh, schools where we have students who may not have an attorney for miles upon miles. Right. So right. it's yeah. it's a win-win in yeah. all facets, okay. but also gets students through the door who yeah. are underserved. So how do you see, like we've come out of COVID and we're, we're kind of finding our feet again yeah. <laughs> and you know, that's, that's, that's awesome. Where, where do you see the program? What does it look like in, in five years? Yeah, so where are we moving toward? Yeah, I hope that we move towards a more um, cohesive approach with our broader bar. Um, and I'm really excited for our leadership. Um, we have just immense support by our bar presidents, our bar commission, our executive director. But to really be, uh, you know, all on one page, all moving forward. So it's the full force of the South Dakota bar um, and throwing all our efforts, all of our energy. Uh, You kind of can't be a a bar of jar marbles (laughs) thrown on the ground, scattered in different directions. But I think playing the long game um, to decide what age groups we target um, and why that matters. A lot of the research shows that early intervention for pathway is actually more Um, effective and I think uh, folding in um, broader strategies for pathway Um, you know financial education which folds into student debt research which we know is the number one problem (laughs) yes Uh, I know that very intimately as a young lawyer Um, but folding in those strategies discussing Mm -hmm. access barriers to the profession and to law school. So I think just really having honest dialogues around the profession, around pathways, um, not just encouraging students to come, mm-hmm. but really looking at why some folks have not been able to get into the profession and why they leave, yeah. because retention and attrition are also issues. Well, that's an excellent point. Yeah, I do a lot of uh, education just on uh, attorney wellness. Yes. And uh, boy, has COVID made oh, those yes. issues even far more significant and then you factor in these debt issues yes. and all oh, there's just so so many things the to onion do. yeah <laughs> exactly right exactly right you know um, i kind of want to ask an, an open-ended question okay. you know what about project destination all of this don't i know what what do you really want to share just you know what just go wherever you want to go with it sure Uh, So I think what I would love to share is that I think some folks don't know where their place is in this conversation. And it's all of our, it's all of our battles. It's, we all have a place and a stake in this conversation and in the effort of pathway efforts. Uh, And I think we would uh, see our efforts move so much more quickly, the needle would move forward um, much uh, more seamlessly if we all bought in to that idea and to that notion. So I would just really like folks to know that, uh, Mm -hmm. that we're all part of this conversation, we all have ownership, um, and it's just a matter of understanding where we are in the conversation, when we amplify the voices of others, and when we step in as an ally, and that it matters to our profession just immensely, and that we all owe it to our profession to pay it forward and to be a part of enriching our profession and servicing our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I get where you're going with that. You know, 
I, I talk about some similar issues mm -hmm. um, at, at times, again, in, in what I do in risk management and ethics and things, but, you know, you hear a lot of lawyers complain about problems that bars face, yeah. or, you know, and they never want to do anything about it. You know, it's, it's, if you want to complain, okay, I think it's, you, you should have the freedom, the ability to complain a little bit, but not if you're not willing to step up and try to do something about solving the problem. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's so important. I, I love the, uh, the hearing the story and learning a bit more about uh, a project destination. You have obviously been very involved with this, um, and I, I suspect have a great deal of uh, intellectual capital in, in, in projects like this. Um, would you be open to having folks listening if anybody has some interest in and just uh, being a resource? Absolutely. Uh, may, I, may I have you uh, share a little contact information yes. with people? So, uh, yes. Uh, so I would love to chat about how we can um, serve as a resource, share ideas, collaborate, expand it beyond South Dakota. Um, so my email is probably uh, one good resource. So that is T-A-M-A-R-A, -A -A, P as in Paul, N-A-S-H, uh, numeral one, at gmail.com. And then you can always reach out to me by um, phone, and that's 712-301-9224. Uh, and I would love to see this grow and expand and see other bars uh, incorporated, make it better, uh, enrich it. I think that is the beauty of bar service, is yeah, we yeah. replicate and we implement uh, how it serves our members best. Well, I really have enjoyed visiting with you. I, it's the excitement is contagious. Uh, I just I, I love the story of how you got here, and how you are using, in, as I see it, this childhood experience had such an impact. But you've you've played that out in spades in so many ways, and and are. I just think it what a fascinating story so thank you for taking you. the time to thank sit down and, and visit with me I will say do you, do you have any final comment anything else you'd like to share no okay. I would say uh, take the program make it better we're excited to see what you do with all it right. all right well sounds good well folks I, I hope you found uh, something of value today and enjoyed uh, hearing uh, Tamara's story I found it very very interesting um, Thanks for listening, and if, of course, if any of you have any thoughts on ideas, topics, other things you'd like to hear on the podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out to myself as well. It's mbass, M-B-A-S-S, at alpsinsurance.com. Thanks for listening again all. Bye-bye. Have a good one.